Oh, you look just like my ex. Hey, you up? DTF. Um, kinda out of your league, but thanks for the swipe. No thanks, ugly. I wasn't interested anyway. Where are you? You up? Thanks for the swipe. Whatever. Um, height mate, please. I'm kinda out of your league, but... Dating up disasters. Welcome to another episode of Dating App Disasters. You know who it is. The real deal. Feel the thrill. I have. This is what I have to go through. Every this day. is. All Great. of a sudden, someone flipped a switch. Oh, but I'm just, showtime ready. You are showtime ready. Come on. Uh, it's quite a difference from your voice on the phone this morning. Oh, <laughs> you putting it on? I know where he was last night. I know he was all around this city painting the town black and blue. That's so true. Guys, yeah. if you can't tell by his voice, we have. You better a know. Superstar. You better oh, yeah. know. We have the Mario Cantone in Space Mountain. I don't even know what the fuck it does. Space Mountain? I thought it was Splash Mountain, which is based on Song of the South, which is not a good idea. <laughs> Zippity doo dah. Um, so, yeah. Please, wait, wait. I need to hear how Phil has finagled you into Space I didn't Space finagle Mountain. anybody. This is my friend. No, I, I met him. He was working uh, when you first moved here in 2016, right? Mm -hmm. He was working at a, 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 my, a, a, a bakery right across the street from me. It was a coffee shop bakery. So actually, let me just say this. It wasn't just any bakery. Jim Thank Leahy you know. is, is, is one of the top bakers in the country. He's eccentric and crazy and nuts and brilliant and um, and changes things too much sometimes. He'll have one thing that's phenomenal and then it won't make it anymore. I'm like, what the uh, fuck yeah. are you doing? Yeah. But he, he, he was... He hired Bill this was guy. working there. Okay. And he, you know, um, I was just he, yeah, and then I just, I, he was, he was so sweet, but now he's like a big sweet. hunk. Something happened. Thank you. I mean, thank you. Really, no, he transformed himself. He's never he did not look this. like this. He didn't look like this before. He was always <laughs> cute, but now it's like, Ooh. Oh, so you know, validation. Well, since I'm so superficial, that's the only reason why I'm here. So I can gaze into your brown, beautiful eyes. Oh wow. Well, Should know, I leave? Should I go? No. 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 no, no, no. no. Thank you, Rachel. No. As, 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 as uh, Alex Karras said in Blazing Saddles, Mongo's straight. Uh, as a motherfucking Mongo arrow. Straight. Mongo straight. Thank oh. man. Let me tell you, I was, I was a barista. For y'all, those y'all don't know, I was... A hell of, I was so good, I was starting to be able to put the little flour in the latte. So you don't want to oh, see yeah. me. You were a good barista. Yeah. Well, that's how he that's but, how he got us to like him, is that he used to bring us baked goods to I, the so, comedy you know, club. At the end of the night, they would they were going to throw it. So I would box up everything oh, and take yeah. it to New York Comedy Club so oh. I could try to get in good with the booker. Didn't that work. Was very and smart. I laid out a didn't spread work, every right? single didn't day. Work? No, it didn't work. Well, it didn't worked, work. It worked for some. It worked for some, but I, I started getting noticed. And so then I was getting booked to other places and, you know, still booked there. So, yeah, but yeah it, it really kind of set me apart, which is what you got to do to well, break in. Just to let the people know, uh, we are filming this on June 19th, Juneteenth. Yes. So while others are posting their support and their being allies and, and, and in the middle of it all, I didn't do that. I came here to be with the young, up-and-coming black comedian, <laughs> Philip Duckett. That's the way I appropriate on Juneteenth. You know what? And do on more. other days, I'm married to a black man for 30 years, so that's my oh. other... So he's done his part. I do, well, not really, but you know. <laughs> 30 years. I do what I can. I'm old. I'm tired. You look great. I'm 61, you little fag. Are you for real? <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> 
<laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, I'm 61. Yeah, I am. I'm 61. Years. Yeah, yeah. Are you still like in love? I love him very much. Oh, yeah. Well, I couldn't live without him. I panic. You know, I want. He's not, we have separation anxiety, and he, you know, he was running a, a he still is running a, a theater in Seattle, but he's he's doing it from home now. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he he packed up March 13th, 2020, and came home. And he gave up his apartment. And his, he was back and forth a lot. And I gotcha. was there, too, once in a while in Seattle. Oh, one of the great cities in the United <laughs> States of America. The worst. I hear it. The, the worst? worst? It's oh, the worst. And I say it publicly all the time, and no one comes after me. That's how bad you know it is. They have the highest suicide rate because of the rain, right? Yeah, it's, but it's also, you know, they're, they're a little too overly woke. For uh, me, yeah. really, yeah, they're very, very. It's very. It, it's like two extremes that just don't. It's cra it's crazy. Look, it's crazy. It, and they, you know, you saw the the, the protests in Seattle and Portland. They yeah, were, they were crazy. Portland was going. It was a lot. It, it was, was just a lot. You know, here, well, New York knows how to do it. I, yeah. I mean, there was some shit that went down, but for the most part, we know how to do that. Right? Stuff. No, don't they, you they took over Portland. Like it looked like. Oh yeah. yeah. Look and uh, look. It, it, I don't even want to get into it anymore. I can't. Well, I, does the distance keep the marriage like a little spicy? No, like, there's no like, distance anymore. Um, but like uh, when, like I, I see for me that would help yeah. a marriage. Well, it does help. Well, that's how we've been together for so long because you know we give each other space. But um, it, it can be it can, it can be a dangerous thing too. Okay, you know when okay. you're away that much, and also when you're away a lot and you're living in your space by yourself, and they you come back, you're like, "What are you doing in my space? Right. What are you doing?" It takes mm. an adjustment, but because it, it didn't really because it was such a crazy, scary time, and I was just glad to have him home. It was. So yeah, so he, what a you know, year! Oh, what God a almighty. fucking goddamn year! <laughs> Jesus Christ! But you know what? What? I don't want anybody to die and be sick, but boy, did I love the quiet. It was. I loved you, walking you, out into the streets and seeing nothing. And I know it looked like Westworld at night. It, it was so weird. It, it didn't I, freak you out a no, little bit? It, at first it did, then I was like, this is kind of nice. Now it's, <laughs> and yeah. now it's yeah. back. You yeah, know? Yeah. But I'm a recluse anyway, so it wasn't that hard for really me. you've no. been social distancing before this oh shit. yeah oh. did i ever call you before <laughs> this no i did not there's your proof right there that's true i thought it okay well Pandemic at least i know it's just not me yeah that's i good. thought it was just me but you were saying no to everybody okay no i i was <laughs> i was staying away from everybody i was i but and it's you know what I feel like Cartman on South Park. He, that episode was so like he used COVID as every excuse possible not to like see anybody or even talk to anybody. Yeah. It was you know I'm sorry I can't pick up the phone. You're COVID. a South Park fan? Oh yeah. Holy shit! Oh, it's genius. Who it's isn't? Probably the most. I mean, a lot of people. I don't like keep up, but I think it's well written. No, oh, it's super brilliant. well written. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. it's brilliant. It's probably one of the great things. Cartoons ever. ever. Is that probably the any? Did you do animated? Like so I did. Is, I did. I did. I did a couple. I did a movie called Surfs Up. Um, which was nominated for Best Animated Film in 2007 or 8, 7. And it was a, um, an animated movie about penguins that surf. And I played an agent named Mikey who was a sandpiper, which are those really hyper birds that go up and down. And I was, I was the villain sidekick. Nice. I was James Wood's sidekick. It was Shia LaBeouf and Jeff Bridges. It's a great movie. Shia LaBeouf, it's a beautiful movie. Guy. He's wonderful. He's Even a good Stevens. guy. And, and I mean, he was lovely back then. I, he was 
I mean, I know we went a little crazy, but they said he's that, very talented. I, you know, and I don't know. Maybe one day if I get into movies and shit, like I'll. But I feel like the, maybe people, you'll have your breakdown. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think you go. Yeah. I think people don't know what. There's a lot of shit. Like you, something expectations and other shit. I don't there know. There's a yeah. lot of stuff. That's why I climbed my way to the middle and stayed there and was very happy <laughs> oh that way. God. I don't. You want, are not in the oh, middle. Oh, I certainly am. Oh, I certainly am. You don't think You're, you don't consider yourself kind of like a legend? No. To me, you are. You're no. friends with, no. with the late great Joan Rivers. You yes. know Barbara Streisand. I oh, don't I know Barbara Streisand. You don't I know? met her once. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know her. I went backstage. Um, a fr- friend of mine w- was directing her show, Richard, oh. and he, he brought me back in Boston. And I just said, and she, and he said, this is Mario from Sex in the City. She was like, oh, oh yeah. Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And then I, I said, I, you were great. And, this, and she was like, everybody's asking me if I had a good time. Was it fun? No, it's not fun. Like, she can't stand performing. You'd never know it because she's amazing. Right. Wow. But she's not happy. You know, she's No, no. Look, I, look, Aretha Franklin, one of the greats. I don't think she loved performing. It was, it was, it was. I think it was stressful and scary. Look, she didn't want to leave Detroit. She was very, very agoraphobic. If you've mm-hmm. ever been to Detroit, you know you got to be something wrong if you no, don't want to get out. No, she, <laughs> but she, I, I, she, I, I you know, I, I played at Aretha Franklin's birthday party. Do you know that story? I did. Oh, I don't know the story, but I knew that. I, I got a letter from her, um, and she, she wanted me to come. She said, I'll pay you this amount. I don't even care. I would have done it for free. But it was very generous. And she was like, and I, I come and do, I want you to come to my birthday party and, and do your Judy Garland. She loved my Judy Garland. Mm-hmm. And that was her favorite singer, Judy Garland. Because on her first few albums for Columbia, she sang Rockabye Your Baby. She sang um, uh, You Made Me Love You Over the Rainbow. So she did a couple of Judy Garland tunes. So anyway, I, um, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. So I, I met her the Wednesday. It was a Wednesday the day before. And I with her band, with Narada Michael Walden, who's brilliant and a genius and the nicest man in the world, and um, Nick Rolfe and all her musicians. So uh, she came in and there she was, and I was like, she was very nice and very present, and I had the box set of her Columbia years in my bag, and I never took no. it out and had her sign it because I chickened out, but she was so lovely, and she was like, I saw you do Judy Garland, she said, and I said, that boy is too good. I said, well, what do you want me to do? I said, do you want me to do a little stand-up? Do you want me to sing? And I didn't know what to do, because private parties, you bomb at. Right. It's not a good thing. No, and okay. I'm do, you know I'm singing you know uh, uh, when you're smiling as a duet between Liza and Judy, which is this piece that I do, and <laughs> she's there sitting next to you know um, Jesse Jackson, and it's just like bizarre, <laughs> and you're in the, the lobby of the Ritz Carlton, which is where it was, and everyone, a lot of other performers too, and um, so I sang and I sang "Get Happy," and she was. Love it. I did a little stand-up, but you just kind of veer for... <laughs> it was, I was doing my Judy Garland, and I was like, I have a lot of fear. I said, "You are you afraid of performing? And she was like, no. I was like, well, there goes that <laughs> so, um, so at the end, at the end of the show, everybody performed, and they brought out a table, and they moved her to the side, and they brought the birthday cake out. And they're singing happy birthday, and everybody's around it. And this is a woman kneeling down next to her, recording an interview with her on a, on a phone. And there's two bodyguards behind her. And, and as she's being interviewed, she takes out her clutch and she starts to count $100 bills. And I'm like, what the hell is she doing? And there's people around. I mean, not that anybody's going to jump her and rob her. It's Aretha Franklin. But I'm just saying, geez, you know, there's people around. She's counting money. So the, 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 the security guard looks at me and waves me over and the woman got up from interviewing her and I sat down next to her and I said, Miss Franklin, thank you so much. This was unbelievable. And I mean, I even told her the day before, I was like, you have no idea what this is for me. I mean, I'm just right. a little white boy from 
Massachusetts, you don't know if I <laughs> listen to you. I, I said, I go back to your Columbia years. I mean, I know, I was like, you're Columbia. I was like, not the country, the, the, the label, Columbia <laughs> Records. So um, she... So she said, so I said, were you happy? She said, yes. I said, did Miss Garland do right by you? She said, yes, she did. And then she took a wad of fucking cash, put it in my hands and went, count this. At the table. And I was like, no, it's fine. She said, no, 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 count this. So I counted the money. And, you know, I'm mathematically an idiot. And it was, it was a couple of hundred dollars short. Although, let me just say, it was not. I was just panicking as I was. You know, when I counted it downstairs, it was, I didn't care about it. done it for free. So... But she paid me the way she likes to get paid. She likes to get paid in cash. She's got it in her clutch. When she huh. goes on stage, she does not go on stage unless she's paid. That's so old she school. paid me the way she loves to be paid, the way wow. she insists on being paid. So that to me was like, that's, I'll take it. That's respectful. Yeah. Ah, please. Look, you know, it's like uh, old black women, old Italian women, same thing. We want to keep our money under the mattress. Yeah. We do not want to invest it and all that crazy. My grandma was known for going in that bra. That's How much right. You need. No investing? Not into investing. I'm not a big investor. No, I, I have some, but they're very safe and as they should be. You need to have somebody who knows what they're doing. I, I'm so sick of people telling me, Phil, you got to get into Bitcoin. What the no, fuck no, are you no, doing no, in Bitcoin? No, 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 You're an idiot. I think it's it's a trap. <laughs> to me, oh, it's a trap. Oh, what about the hunk that you won't know this, but you know, as a, as an aging homosexual, the um, <laughs> the uh, you know on on Instagram, you know, these hunky guys will DM me, and it's all about trying to sell me yes. Bitcoin. Yes. I'm like, that's not the Bitcoin I'm looking for. <laughs> okay. Keep it to yourself. Keep it in your pocket, mister. <laughs> Don't play tiddlywinks with those friggin' bitcoins. <laughs> now, did you always want to get married, or was it no. just this particular man? That no, I didn't always want to get married. When I was young, I, that's why I think I was, and I came out very, very young. I mean, I was out in high school in the 70s. 70s, yeah. Ooh, I, I was out. Oh, I was out of the closet. What I mean, I didn't go on the loudspeaker and go, there's a chess meeting and a drama club meeting <laughs> in room 204 tonight. By the way, I'm a homosexual. I didn't do that. Right. But I did, you know, I, I, I was out. Yeah. In the 70s, in the 70s. though? That yeah. was when it was like gangster because no. he was, it was dangerous. It was, but I don't know. I was stoned in Massachusetts I grew up in. And it was, I don't, it wasn't, I, you know, look, it's funny because when I was in like junior high school, which was for us was 7th, 8th, and ninth grade, now that's middle school, which I yeah. find strange. Um, but I was really verbally abused a lot. I was never hit mm. or beaten because I would just run. Yeah. I would do impressions. I was like, you're a very bad boy. <laughs> you're a terrible boy. You're a bully. And then I'd run, you know, and they, they'd be like, what the fuck? But they, I, I, I kind of was, I found my way around it. Okay. But, um, but I was definitely afraid all the time. I'd go yeah. anywhere. I was like so popularly fag bashed verbally that I was afraid to go someplace with my mother for fear I would be called wow. a faggot. It was really? very, oh yeah. Wow. yeah. That was seventh, eighth, ninth. And all of a sudden, 10th grade, it just kind of flipped over. And I was protected by the captain of the football team. And wow. oh yeah, Steven Jameson, my friend Billy, who was the captain of the track team. All of a sudden I had this protection. And um, why do you think? Because I just stuck to my guns. Okay. I just did theater, I didn't do sports. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't bow down to pressure. And then they saw what I could do on stage. Right. And they were like, oh, he's okay. not fucking around. Right. So I had, I got, yeah. I gained a lot of respect from that. Did you move to New York after high school? I moved to New York after college. I graduated uh, Emerson College in 1982. And then I came, um, I went to LA for nine months. Oh. I would walk to the comedy store mm. and audition there. 
Yeah. And Did I you get a, past the first I got a time? call back, and then I did not pass, no. Uh, you know, back then, you know, and I wasn't openly gay on stage, but I didn't lie. But right. if I was doing impressions of Betty Davis and Jennifer Holliday, if you didn't <laughs> fucking know, you were an idiot. But, um, you know, I... I so no, I, I it was very it was very dangerous to be gay and want to be an actor or comedian in the even in LA 80s, and Hollywood. In the early eighties. Okay. Oh, forget it. When I was told by a guy there, this I remember he was a handsome uh, Latin guy who was kind of doing some episodics and stuff, and I don't even know what happened to him. But he said to me at a gay bar one time early on when I was there, I ran into him. And he said, "Don't tell anybody you're gay," and I was like, "What?" It completely threw me because I just mm. thought, well, everybody's gay out here. Right. They don't give a fuck. Mm. And then you grew up with Charles Nelson Rowley and Paul Lind, you know, and Rip Taylor, and you just thought, well, it's fine. Right. But right. they weren't publicly gay. They were openly gay, I'm sure, amongst their friends, but they they weren't publicly gay. Um, oh, but it, but people didn't look at it that way either. Even Liberace, you know. But they yeah, you I they was like, don't tell anybody you're gay. I'll never forget those words. So I knew uh, this wasn't good. So then. I moved back to New York in May of 83, and, and I climbed my way to the middle, and I stayed there, and yeah. that was good. You are not in the picture middle. Yourself I'm in the, not going to no, let this. Picture yourself okay. in the comedy cellars. Every time, first time I saw it, I was like, can't tell? My, oh, my picture in the yeah, comedy Yeah, I was like, yeah. And you know, it's so funny. A lot do? of clubs don't have my picture up. They do. Yeah. Do you yeah. still do stand-up every now and then? I do, I, but I do the Carlisle, darling. Oh, the Carlisle. Oh. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm an elitist homosexual. <laughs> we do the Carlisle. I did the Carlisle. I was supposed to do it in April again, and it got canceled last April. It was me, Wayne Brady, and Michael McDonald. Oh, we my all God. Got, it was one I love Michael McDonald. I follow him. I follow him. I stalk him. I'm like, hi, Michael. How are you? He's like, hey, hey, how are you, <laughs> Michael, how are you? Do you know? Do you remember me? I keep forgetting. I'm not in love anymore. <laughs> Baby. I love him. <laughs> I keep forgetting the He's the greatest. I love him. Um, I saw him and Shaka Khan together this last summer. Ooh, Two I'm summers. Shaka like, Khan. like three times I saw them. She sounded better than she did. She sounded like she did in the 70s. Amazing. It was crazy. And she did a lot of shit. Yeah. And oh, the, yeah. she so there's something in her DNA biologically that she still has her huh. voice. And she's been sober for a Me while. Me too. But what? Uh, I have the same something in my DNA. I just shake back. My voice is great. You're now. young. Uh, she's yeah, fucking wait a 70. couple more years, bro. She's 70. <laughs> you have to look at look at Whitney Houston lost we lost her voice ten years, unfortunately, before she passed. And she was the greatest yeah. there ever was. Mm -hmm. And I saw her live many times. For me, it was like Judy Garland. Whitney Houston, and then there's Aretha Franklin, of course, and Chaka Khan. I, those are my four. Um, but when you, there are some people that just smoke cigarettes, and they're, they're singers, and their voice is gone. It depends on the. I just think it's your. I think it's your biological makeup because Chaka Khan should not have a voice, right. and she sings like. And like I said, she has been sober, but you can get sober. Whitney got sober, and she still didn't have a voice. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it, this, hmm. it's just the way. It's made up, but um, yeah, I, I, Shaka Khan was glorious. She's magnificent. She's something else. Hmm. I yelled out in the middle of it, you're better than ever! <laughs> <laughs> and the place went, <laughs> <laughs> And then when I saw Michael afterwards, I was like, I was the one that yelled out, you're better than ever. <laughs> oh. like, you didn't say that to me! <laughs> I said, well, sorry about that, Michael. So let me ask you something. How long, because you wrote a, a one-man show on Broadway, uh -huh. how long does that take like to... 
Well, I have to tell you, that was a culmination of a lot of material that I did over the years. Oh, and God. I was lucky that I was not, you know, so famous as, as, as to have everyone had seen that material. So, and there was a lot of new stuff, too. A lot, all the original music was, was written by my husband, Jerry Dixon. Oh, he wrote sure. the Liza thing and the Judy Garland thing and the Jim Morrison thing and um and the and the title song. Do y'all just break out in song at home? Like he gets on the no. piano and you're just like, Hello, no. my baby. Hello. Wait. Hello, my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the Warner Brothers frog? <laughs> uh, no, we don't know. Can you can I I I, just, I saw an interview that you did where you talked about your husband doesn't even think that you're funny. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I mean, look, when he watches me though. The glow on his face. People have Aww. said, you should see the way he watches you. But like, no. I mean, it, I would say he's like carrying around an audience that you constantly bomb in front of. <laughs> but, you know, they. I don't think any comedian's partner or husband or wife or, thinks they're that funny. Really? No. Do you? You? Yeah, my, yeah, Come on. Yeah, my girl thinks I'm hilarious. Does she? I mean, just I feel like absolutely. she lies to you maybe a little about well, it. You, you know what? so full <laughs> of shit. How, how long have you been with her for? Uh... Eight months. That's all? Well, we've been friends three years okay. prior to well, this. Well, that's why but she thinks you're funny because you were friends. That'll fade. <laughs> it will fade. She will not think you're funny after a while. Love fades. <laughs> okay, sure. No, it, it does. You have to find different ways to keep it spicy. Yes, you do, Spice Boy. <laughs> spice Boy? So now I know you've obviously never been on any apps or anything like that. No, what do you mean? Like a dating app? Dating apps, yes. No, I can't. What do you think? I never did. Even when I was, before I was a public figure. I, right. I, well, they weren't apps then. Yeah. But I didn't even go to bars that much. I just was. So I, they make you afraid. uncomfortable. Yeah, I was afraid. I, I, I never felt good about the so way you, I So even if looked, today you were want... single, you would be like, no, oh, I'm, not, I'm not fucking around. No. <laughs> I'd find my way, but it wouldn't be that way. <laughs> well, you actually don't. I'm sure people would come after you still all the time. Oh, yeah, all the time. They all slide into my DM. Is that yeah. what the children say? That's exactly yeah. how they say it. He slid into my DM. Oh, save your hands, boys. You may need them later. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, I guess once in a while. But uh, some of them are Bitcoin guys. Like I said. Mm. Bitcoin. Yeah, that's, that might, that's all sound like scammers. Yeah. Yeah, when you see some bucks and women coming after you, Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I always get the, I don't know. The, the bad chicks don't slide in my DMs. I, I always what get the. What do you the, get? I get the weirdos. You the, do? The witches. The witches? Yeah, ladies like, do like, you know, they crystals and they make potions and okay. those type of weird chicks and shit. They, they always like, they're the brave ones who are like, I just think you're so amazed. I'm like, why can't the bad oh, yeah. ones? Because. It's never that it's way. It's never that way. You never, you don't, you don't get what you want. But I thought this was a feminist era where women there are no gender roles, so why can't the bad one pull up on me? Because she doesn't have to. Well, that doesn't seem fair. <laughs> Can we talk about this later? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Take up my time with your therapy. Uh, I, I need it. But he I don't need, have oh, insurance. he needs it bad. I don't you dare. You're projecting. Right? I've been I started therapy. there. You're a comedian. Of course you need it. I probably could talk to somebody. You know what? I won't say this. But say it because you know you're and he's very say funny it. and very talented. But all comedians have a sadness in their yes. eyes. Very sad. Yeah. I mean, things have happened I, to me, but of course, of course, That's the me state. too. I know. <laughs> but it keeps me going. I think it's the anger that like the, the I have to be the best that motivates me. That that rage that and I have inside look, me. Look, I am I I. I'm not a black man, so I don't know what it's like to walk in your feet, into your, on your feet. I did to walk on your feet, to walk in your shoes. Christ, I can't even speak. Um, but you know, 
I mean, I've always been a white boy, but I was a openly gay boy that was constantly fucking lived in fear going to school every day. And so, cause I, I, yeah, it was scary, you know, and then, yeah. Oh yeah. So I so, know, I know that the comics do use the stage as therapy. Now, do you feel like that is like a helpful form of therapy? Like, do you feel like you could actually go no. through life Just using the stage no. as your therapy? No, Okay. no, you have to, because it feels pretty good to me. It does, but yeah, wait. But when you want to really sit down and talk to somebody like a therapist, mm -hmm. which I've been doing for 30 years, Damn. Doesn't help. Doesn't uh, help. Good to know. I just started, so no, good to know. It, it, no, it helps. You know what it does? It it doesn't cure anything, um, unless you lay down and put electrical, you know, pillows on your head and shock your <laughs> temples. But it, it 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 helps you fill that hole that you're constantly trying to fill with what booze or sex or drugs or attention or whatever. It does help you live with it, but it doesn't cure. Anything. You'll be all right, Phil. I think I'm going to be fine. I think you'll be just fine. You know, and I have my own little remedies, you know, that I use. <laughs> so we can divulge yes. those? Marijuana. Marijuana. That's, yeah. Okay, so I, I ate edibles last night. Did you? Yeah, I did. And you know, I don't do it too much, but I had a few margaritas. I was like, I think I'm going to do some edibles. So I, I, I have these little chocolate bars, and they're like one milligram of THC per That's square. That's it? That seems yeah, kind of small. I took eight of them. Because um, <laughs> I had eight milligrams of THC last night, just so you know. But then it's balanced out with 60 milligrams of CBD. So yeah, I woke up a little foggy, and I was like, oh shit, I have to go see Phil today. Um, <laughs> but I was up. God. It was funny. Oh, yeah. And then you text me. I haven't heard from you. I guess I was like, hey, oh, hey, yeah. hey. Oh, yeah. I, I was like, oh, he's passed out somewhere. I was not. I was like, he's on his bed. He's got five girls in there or something. You know? Well, at least he knows who he's dealing with. I do. Yeah, he you know. Such a stud. <laughs> ah. So, Sex in the City. Yeah. We got this coming up. Very, very exciting. Yeah. Uh, when? Do we have like sort of you know, a. You know, I don't. I don't know. I don't know when. I, I honestly don't know when it's going to air. I, they probably do. I just probably have. I don't ask a lot of questions. I just show up, just show up. and I do my job. Because they, they don't really tell you, right? No, anyway. no. I, I mean, I, I, no, I didn't. I, I, we did the table read, and I hadn't seen the script until, you know, I really got there. But I'm good on a first read. Yeah. After one take, I'm one take Charlie. After <laughs> one take, I start sliding downhill and it's over. <laughs> Get me when I'm fresh. Um, but yeah. And the chemistry is all there. Yeah, so. it, was, it was wonderful. How it was very emotional. It? it was very really? moving. Aww. Yeah, it was. And you don't want it to be. You want to remain cold to things because you don't want to feel things. You don't want to feel things. It's like, you know, what if it doesn't happen? What if it all blows up? You know, everything, uh, you know, okay. you don't know. And what if I wasn't asked back? It's all that stuff. And right. then you're like, all right. And then you go through negotiations, which are, you know, always a thing. And then you're through that and then everything's okay. So you, you know, that's the way it, it seems is. seems like an emotional roller coaster, yeah. person that has to go into a new series. So yeah, and then, but it was very emotional. It really was. I didn't expect it to be, but it was. I allowed myself to feel, Phil. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. You're having breakthroughs here on, yeah, on Dating App Disasters as well. We're helping each other. Dating App Disasters. That's what it's called, yeah. really? It is. But this we is, may change the name. Who yeah, knows? you need to. I Why? Because I'm not on a dating app. This has nothing to do with the dating app. Yeah, it's but this, you have a love life. No, I have a husband, yeah. yeah. And you could probably, you know, Teach enlighten you? Man, us. Man, listen. I mean, here's, she, she, here's she, the key. Listen to me. Here's the key, kids. My children of the corn. Um, <laughs> it's it's about, it's a, it, you have to be able to travel well together. You have to be able to be silent together. Like, be secure in your silence together. Like where they're not going, How, what are you thinking? Why are you so quiet? What's going yeah. Like you have to be right. able to not do that and just kind of, and you have to give each other space. 
You have to give each other freedom because guess what? Jealousy, obsessiveness, that's the one thing my husband and I never had was career jealousy. Ever. That's and he's big. an actor. He's done you know, he's done three Broadway shows and many off Broadway shows and you know, but and he's an artistic director of a theater. So he he he's more of a he has the more more the mindset of, of a director, writer, more than an actor. Do you think even that though that he's helps? a wonderful actor and he's an amazing singer? Um, yes, he. Yeah, like if, if you, you were both comics and you both did the same. Oh, I would never go out with a comic. I love you all, but I wouldn't do it. Okay. I would. It's like you know, like I would never. I wouldn't marry me. I would not <laughs> marry me. Absolutely not. But you know, I I happen to marry a man that's just taught me a lot about being more secure with myself even though I'm not but but also he helped me in my jealousies which is really there's no you know there's always guy jealousy sometimes but never debilitating never like knock down drag you know he knows that I flirt you know and I flirt with straight men more than way more than gay men I shut down I see a handsome gay guy and I shut down I flirt with Straight men, because I know it's Does safe. it feel safer? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's my you know. But now with <laughs> sexual harassment and all that stuff, I can't flirt with the cameraman anymore. <laughs> what about the grip? He's adorable. Um, and he's straight. I'm not looking for nothing. Just some fun. Um, yeah. So yeah, you can't do that anymore. That's done. Um, that's so you know. It, it's it's he. But he did. He's the, the career jealousy's the killer, and there was never any of that. He is so. Here, you can have all the attention, and he's very... Aww. But he's a teacher, too. He's, you know, that's where his ego lies in teaching and, and directing, and he, he loves to do that. But he's not, you know, as far as my success, no. Imagine something. And I'll tell you, if it was the other way around, I might have been like, mm. Really? Yeah, mm. I'm not going to lie, you know. So it, it works, because it's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to know this. Do gays believe in monogamy? Do do we believe him? I think it's a very complicated thing. I think I think men and men understand each other more. Men and women, um, it's a you mess. know, women never understand. No, it's because but also I think also a lot of men in straight relationships they don't if they they it's more of a double standard where they can do it but they don't want their woman to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference with men and men. It's like you know you find out you know he had sex with somebody or you know it's not it doesn't it's not the end of it. Okay. Look, if they fall okay. in love with someone else and have an affair, that's not good. Right. But it's not, it's not the end of it. That's why evolved gay men that have experience know how to deal with that stuff. And How do you do, can I ask how you, how you can rationalize it? You have it? to be secure. You don't rationalize it. You just, you know, you just, you just swipe it under you the just, rug. No, like, you don't swipe it under the rug. You just, you're either affected by it or you're not. And, you know, it's not a, a, the greatest thing in the world, but it's certainly not going to end the relationship. Like I said, unless he's, you know, bringing the guy to Cancun, <laughs> then it's different. Yeah, but, that's, uh, a, that's You know, it's it, just a one-night mistake is not a big deal. It's not a and mistake. We, don't we meant to do it. Yeah, we, oh. there's, there's no, you don't slip up into the pussy. Or, no, you don't. Whatever. You can say that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know what you're doing. A lot of gay either. men use that word, too, by yeah. the way. Really? I thought it was bussy. No. Uh-oh. Now that's, that's a, what they've been saying. Yeah, they do say bussy, but I don't that's stupid. <laughs> it's like you if you say bussy in the middle of sex, it's like, I'm going home. <laughs> this thing went down, I'm done. You know. No, you don't say bussy. I can't. What believe, is that anyway? I don't, boy pussy. Boy pussy. Boy a boy pussy. pussy. 
I like my friend, you know, Susie Yesman, who's my friend and I love, she also did this bit that she'd be like, she'd be like, I'm boy crazy, I'm boy, boy crazy. It was like very 60s and modern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, boy, I just, oh yeah. So that boy, but that, yeah. She didn't say boy pussy, she said boy crazy. Uh, I said boy pussy. Uh, but yeah, it's filthy. It's filthy and it's disgusting that you even knew that, Phil. <laughs> right, I used to work at Harlem Nights. They have one of the like biggest, um, gay nights ever so one, two of my bartender fr- were co-workers were so they used to say that shit and the first time I heard it I was like please tell me you're saying pussy they were like no pussy or badussy oh. badussy that's a, that's <laughs> no <laughs> so you work there did you get did guys come on to you all well they time? wanted me to work Thursday night which they call trappy hour but I wasn't going to trappy hour that's, that, that sounds scary it's, <laughs> it is I've never seen anything like I never worked a night because it's it's like 200 gay dudes and they always fight y'all fight a lot no, in the black community. Yeah. At least. I don't. Yeah. yeah, in the black. community. We used to do that at Laugh Factory. We well, used to have a big. There was a lot of fights, huh? That's every night, every night, dudes getting. I mean, and and you know, the gays fight. They didn't all my life. I had to fight. The gays oh, don't okay. fuck around. Oh, you get your God. ass They're beat tough. out there. They're tough. Yeah. I went to a gay bar recently for the first time in, in a long time, and I, my husband and I, and and who it was me and Jerry, and I it was a, another couple. I forget who it was, but we, it was a very kind of chic. We walked by it and we just kind of was like, what is this? It was right near mm-hmm. us. And the guy at the door knew me, come in, come in. I was like, mm. and I'm not dressed. I, they were like, come in, we got a table for you. I'm like, ah. Jerry was like, let's go in. <laughs> so we go in, we sit at the table. All these guys are standing up. We're on a couch, just sitting there. Every homosexual was wearing white pants. I'm like, I Why? guess this is the thing now. I think so. And yeah, yeah. And it was a lot of, you know, there was some Latin boys there, maybe a couple of boys of color, but it was mostly white. Do you think it was like a special Boy. night where they had to, like it was like a white party? Uh, no, kind of? they were wearing white pants. No, it's very in now. Uh, uh, oh. You wouldn't know from what I'm wearing right now, but it's very in right now. It's the, the style, I think. The white pants. Okay. Because yeah. women are wearing a lot of white, tight ones to see through. Well, it's about yeah. to be oh, slutty summer for everybody. Come on. I can't, oh. It's slutty summer. It's slutty, slutty summer. <laughs> it's a good summer. It's a big summer for us. Even the New York Times wrote about it. I think there's going to be a lot of new babies coming really? next spring. Yeah, it's, it's gonna I think the STD rates is going to shoot through the roof? I mean, we've been in the house raid, so probably. I guess. Yeah, well, you know. I keep some penicillin in there. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Mario's going to regret coming here any minute. Just wipe your dick in Neosporin, you'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Use Neosporin as lube, you'll be fine. I feel like I probably those work pretty good because it's antibacterial. I was joking, but it's kind of in your life advice. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Try it. Let me know if it works. Um, uh, cut to here's your dioxacillin, um, whatever it's called, doxacillin. I call him a hot shot. I used to just walk into the clinic like I need a hot boy, and, and that was a shot. Like yeah, because they, they were so used to seeing me. Oh, and sometimes God. I would just get them if I because I didn't feel like getting tested. I didn't know if I did some questionable shit. Did yeah, I was like, yo, can I get a shot? Because I was in Ohio in a small town. So 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 because you you never use condoms. Right? Yeah, I I can't. Here's what I heard: people who don't like to wear masks don't wear condoms. I was never into the mask, and that makes sense because I've never been into condoms, and but, I have a latex um, sensitivity. Like they have other kinds of. Condoms. I know I, have, I I can do the non latex, but I don't really like them. I tried the lambskin. I'll never t- let that touch me again. It was because cold when they put it on. You went. Nah. Yeah, yeah, it I really never felt, it was it. cold when you. When you came, you went, nah! <laughs> <laughs> ah, it rolls back cold. It's a frigid roll. Is it really? Yeah, it you felt like I was in a lamb. You could just put it in the, the microwave, man. Well, why not just go raw, Rach? I don't think you're supposed to be microwaving no, you condoms. Can, you can go raw. You're allowed. Um, but, well, you know what? I happen to like the masks, and I'll tell you why. Because people 
don't see me talking to myself as I'm walking down the street, which I do a lot. I'll talk to myself or, you know, if a guy walks by, I'm like, oh my God, he's so hot. You know, uh, now they don't see it. So I continue to wear masks so you don't see my mental illness. <laughs> well, I wouldn't even think that, but just even for like somebody that would get recognized all oh, the no, time. Oh no, that, that doesn't do it. It doesn't I do it. I recognized him in Midtown. No, I was on lunch people. one day in Midtown and I see him and I was like, Mario! And he's just... <laughs> Trying to turn around, I was like, "Don't you go anywhere!" No, he was on the move somewhere. But I, I, I did, did. I stop? Yeah, you stop. Okay, you stop. I don't remember anything? But I, yeah, I, I don't mind wearing the mask. Okay. Do you ever have security, or you? No. You're, you're just like. Oh, Phil is my security. Oh. Um, that's actually. Oh, not no, or you who you need security from? I don't. I, I, no, I don't have. I don't have. No, I never have security. Uh, you know. No. Okay. No. You know. You just. Um, no. I was never that. Like even when I you know used to play. Carolines or Gotham and mm-hmm. the clubs. I never, like I know if I was headlining, I never had security. But that's an amazing kind of place to be. I feel like because you get to actually still live. Oh, I do a normal. That's what's great about it. Life. I don't want of- it. I, I just want to be able to get the table in the restaurant that I want to go to. That's what I, I <laughs> that's just want to be able to get. I just want to be able to have someone call or I can call and go. I, I want to. I want to be able to get into the French Laundry. That's all I want. Oh. We, I guess nice. we got to go there. We know. won't be getting in <laughs> I just, uh, please, you know, I, 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 I've never been in debt in my life, but I spend a lot of money and I've made some money, but not a lot in my life. And I act like, but I don't own anything. You have I a mezzanine. Nothing. That overlooks nothing. the city. Well, I have a beautiful place, but but it's there's no doorman. It's not a fancy schmancy building. You know, I just have a, a great apartment, and I've been in that building for ninety years. And I, you know, really? is it the commitment? Times. I don't know. I don't. I don't like change. I don't like moving. I moving's a horror. That's yes. worse. I've moved in my building three times. That's how I like it. But and and I have a great apartment, and I we we have a great apartment, and and it's. And I like I like Tony Bennett. He doesn't own anything. He like lives in hotels and he do, he rents. It's like why would I buy a house in the south of France or in the Hamptons, which I don't even like going there. But mm-hmm. when I have friends that go come visit me and stay a few days, then you're obligated to that place and the right. maintenance and the money it yes. costs to keep it up. It makes no sense to me. Right. My friend Bevy Smith says you live low to the ground, and that's a good thing. Well, it's also a thing like I think a lot of people that's buy true. property and houses to leave to children and stuff. Like I'm not having any kids. I guess. So. Oh God, no. Yeah. That's another thing. We never. I want four. You, I want four do you kids. Want children? Yeah, I want four kids. kids. Yeah. You want four kids? I would like. That's oh. my goal. But and we'll see. How after I feel after you have two. you first, we'll see. That's how, what my mom yeah. says. But I mean, I'll have two for sure. But I would like four. I always like big Christmases. Why stuff. don't you have two more? Then you could have a family. Rhythm and blues. Group. Well, it depends like, on how much money I make in this comedy you know, thing. I might just have. Sex. You could be like Joe Jackson and I make those kids definitely. sing, and they better be on key too. Oh my god! Because I'm not tone deaf. I'm like you're off. <laughs> Tenor. Oh, yeah. Push-ups. Now, but let me ask you: What was it like working on the View? I loved working on the View. Is that cool? Was yeah, it cool? I loved it. I did it. You know, I did it for twenty years, off and on. Yeah, and it was it was a it was great times. Great, and it was because of Joy Behar. She. She was the first person that had me on there, and because she, they had, they were doing Joyce Comedy Corner, and I would go on, and I think it was the second or third time I went on. It happened to be after the Golden Globes, and I just kind of went off about the awards, and then that's then they wanted me to come on after every award show, and one time we had to do it that night. They did an ABC View Oscar special. I had we had to watch them that night, write the material, and do it. 
like right afterwards. It was unbelievable. Wow. But, it, but in most cases, we, did, we, wrote, we watched it the night before and we went in the morning and did it. Um, and then I was a co-host. I did musical segments, comedy segments. I did a lot of stuff. It's also when the show had more variety yes. type stuff. I was going to ask. all politics. It's is it, all is it is it as tense off? Well, when I was there, I, no, I was I was fine with it. I I no, because it was you know I I went through a lot of the women. <laughs> that sounds dirty. <laughs> nice. I went through a lot of the women, but you know a lot of the women came and went. Um, but like Joy and, and Whoopi, who I adore very much. How, also, what's Whoopi? She's like? a wonderful. She's a, she's, she's one of so the most cool. giving. And the first time I met her, I did a radio show years ago before she was on the View, and she was just like, "Here, you be funny." It wasn't oh. like trying to top me, stepping on my jokes. She did. She didn't ever do that on the View either. She just didn't do that. Well, she was giving, and you know, I haven't seen her in a while. But we'll we'll, t we'll text once in a while. I went over her house one time, many times. But we had pizza and watched Valley of the Dolls. Um, <laughs> you know, I I just she's if I need her, I call. I could call her, but I don't because I don't like doing things like right, that. Right. But um, but you know, it is a. a pretty much a political show now where yes. they just talk about politics. And every time I have gone on it since, it's always been politically, like I did Anthony Scaramucci, I did a, I did their, I did their, I, I did their, they did a nighttime um, election special on Lifetime where I went on and sang an original song that my husband um, wrote called Undecided. It was the night that Trump got elected. Oy. And it was horrifying. Oy. I remember the city felt like it oh, was so quiet yeah. here oh, yeah. in New York. Yeah. I remember that night. I was like, whoa. It was really weird. But but the day that Biden got elected, that energy in this oh, city. Oh, yeah. It was, was great. But boy, you know, it, it what we went through, it was just awful. And I, I can't. That was a I, long four years. I can't years. believe. We let that happen. We let it happen. I can't believe. I don't think it was us. I think it was the. Oh, you know. It was not my, New Yorkers. It was, not New Yorkers anyway. I'm from South Carolina. Yeah. It was us. Yes. It was us. <laughs> no, it was also, it was also, you know, it, it, it was also the Electoral College. I mean, she won by the popular vote. Right. Hillary won by almost three million votes. So. You really have to look at that and go, how is that fair? And why is that state they more need important to than this that. state? I don't get it all. Yeah. But, you know, and this time Biden won by the popular vote and, and um, the, electoral. The, the electoral, which Trump cannot say he he did, which he'll, he'll say he did, oh, but he oh, did. Until the end of time. Oh, God, that dude is insane. I used to work in his building. When I first came here, I worked in the Trump Tower. I sold chocolate truffles. Ooh. And then... Did, and you then ever, did you ever see him? Like I used to see him walking around. And then I used to... And We're then in I used to, oh sorry my, guys. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> um, then I used to um, sell jewelry there too. I worked there for about almost a year, and then I started doing comedy and I quit. And I just would take my money that I would make on the weekends by going to the improv and the comedy cellar and Green Street. Green Street was my favorite place because it was two singers every Saturday night, two singers and two comics. And it was like R and B singers and from the eighties and and like uh, and and jazz singers and just. It was magnificent. It was really Jennifer Lewis used to play there, and um, Lita Galloway and David Peaston. Uh, may he rest in peace. Just some some great singers, and 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 all the comics used to go there. All of them. What sure. is your? What it is was your... my? And I always felt more comfortable following a singer than I did a comic. Huh. Always. Well. What is your favorite lane out of all? Lane, the lane, like meaning Broadway. What, TV. Yeah. What is your favorite art form of of them to do? Do you have a favorite? Well, now that I'm old, I mean, I just want to, you know. I used to, I used, you know, I mean, I love doing film and television, but it's, 
it's it's boring. It's a lot of waiting mm-hmm. around, and it's a lot of, the, especially when you come from the theater, which I do. It's fast. That's immediate. It's yeah. stand up. It's immediate. So yeah. you are, and when you when you first started to do film, and you come from that, you're like, ah, you leave the set going, I didn't ta- I didn't land that. I, it wasn't funny, mm. you know. And then I remember my first scene in Sex and the City was in the wedding, the Vera Wang wedding shop, and they were laughing so hysterically, the crew during rehearsal and then as soon as the cameras roll they can't laugh so you're like I suck now <laughs> you know that's the immediate thing right, the right. comedian goes to oh. so it's really confusing and I would call Michael Patrick King and go oh I was terrible I didn't he was like do you think I would have let you off the set if I think I didn't get it I mean what of course you you did it yeah so it, it you know it, it, it's very confusing but I do but I I did a run of a new musical that may be coming to Broadway called Bliss um I actually did an out-of-town tryout in Seattle right before COVID, and I don't go out of town. I've done three out-of-town shows that ended up coming to Broadway in my life. Three, and this is the third one. If it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But doing a run, eight shows a week, it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. I was like, I remember this. This is really hard. It's really difficult. So that's the other part of that. It's just, you know, and if I ever do another one man show, which I would like to, maybe, I you have to sit there with the producer and go, can I do six shows a week and not eight? You know, yeah, it's yeah. all me. It's an opera and it's a musical. I sing, I do all these impressions and sing, and I sing as myself. So, it's all you worry about is your voice. Now you just mentioned that like that 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 part where the the, the crew stopped laughing. And you yeah. thought, do you still experience that? Yeah, or is they, that that does they that have silence? to stop laughing? No, no, no. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, in oh, your yeah. mind, in your mind, no, that, that's, no, does that I don't. ever silence No, the comic, it never will, because we need the laugh. So we do, but, yeah, but the more you do it, the more you go, well, you're not going to get the laugh, because you just, right. have to, you just have they, to. Hopefully, hopefully they land. And then when I would watch it, I would go, oh, no, that was funny. Right. That was okay. I yeah. did it. That, I, 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 I just wonder if one. when you get to a certain level in your career, does that... Does that insecurity ever, like, no, kind of, sort of, no, like, it's dim not, a little The insecurity bit. doesn't dim, but the, 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 um, the immediate shock of not getting that laugh from the crew when the f- cameras are rolling, no, you, you, you're fine. You're like, all right, they can't laugh. Okay. You know, they're, it's not theater. Right. They're holding, you know, they're behind a camera. I'm going to audition for one of your Broadway plays, so. You are? <laughs> okay. I'm going to drink my herbal, you know, chamomile tea. And I'm going to go out there. Oh, yeah. Where your honey and lemon. Yeah. I'm yes. like, what do you want me to sing? <laughs> do you gonna, sing? I can carry it to him. Oh, boy. Do you want to enlighten us with? I'm sorry. Did, I, you, this you want is, me to just news. break out? This is news to okay. me. Oh, oh. Oh, gosh. It's a little early. Don't read me, That's it? I was just warming. He was warming oh, up. Okay, okay, wow. Okay. Right. I'm on board. Even though it seems I have everything, I don't want to be a lonely fool. All of the women, all the expensive cars, all of the money don't amount to you. Now I can make believe I have everything, but I can't pretend that I don't see. Phil, I've had enough of a Thank you. today. Thank you. What's up? Who wants up? Uh, you know I'm Simon Cowell. Yeah, yeah, that, I've had enough. That was, you can go home now. Um, <laughs> you can go you home. Can go home now. You, From the top? That wasn't bad. Listen, the balls it took to do that, it, I get, now, I, yeah. Who is, who is, who, who sang that song? Cisco, incomplete. Cisco. That's who he chooses. Cisco. Uh, the thong That's song was my the theme song, song when I was in fifth grade. <laughs> 
And I, my mom beat my ass because I didn't know what a thong was. So I'm like, that thong, the thong, thong, thong. Oh. Got dumped. So my mom was like, what the hell are you saying? Yeah, that's, I would, I would yeah. smack your face. It was 98. It was a different time. Thong, the thong, thong, thong. Yeah, that was Cisco. He had a little platinum yeah. hair. He was a little short kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember him. Well, you know, my all my, all my, I still have CDs. All my CDs are R&B. Like, and, my, and people come up like, these are your husband's? I'm like, no, these are mine. <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire, Phyllis Hyman, Luther Vandross. That's all mine. All mine. He had some of the. He had some weird stuff. Is there any new music that you like? Um, You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, Some great new R and B. Yeah, there is some. I've been listening uh, on on my Music Choice channel (laughs) to discover new R and B artists. Um, I like a singer. You know, Um, I I mean, I appreciate rap, but I, I I. you would like I her. like a singer. Do you love her? I think she's good. Okay. That's good. Hers? I think she's good. I like Janae Iko. Oh. She, you know who that is? No. She's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. She's still kind of like low-key. I don't know. If she's, she's pretty big, but she's great artist. I love I love Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine, Jasmine oh, Sullivan. Oh, I was just going to say what I didn't She's know not messing around. No. And you, yeah. you and, I love that she got a second try, and she re, she's killing did it. Did you ever hear her sing Home as Dorothy at 14 years old in no. her high school on YouTube? And no. It's no. ridiculous. Really? It's ridiculous. Sound kind of like me? Yeah. You sound just <laughs> yeah. like Jasmine Sullivan. But I think, you know what's so funny? I mean, I grew up loving the women like Shaka and, and Aretha and Dinah Washington. Sarah Vaughn's probably one of my favorite singers ever. Um, and I saw her live like four times. I love Ella, Ella Fitzgerald too. I saw her once at Carnegie Hall. But seeing Sarah Vaughn live was like, wow. She was glorious. Really? Sarah Vaughn. Yeah. You know who she is? Nope. Okay, ja- Sarah ja- jazz singer, right? was one of the great jazz singers of all time. You, you need, to, need to look her up. Oh, she was gorgeous. She was glorious, and her voice was when she was young was so beautiful and pure. And then as she got older, because she liked to do smoke and do her thing, heroin. It, but she, uh, not heroin. Oh no! What? All the jazz people that's used to Billie do the holiday. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, don't seen, mix up my I've jazz singers and their drugs of choice. <laughs> do not mix it up. Um, yeah, so she 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 was amazing. By the way, did you see Andre Day play Billie Holiday? In, I didn't see the movie. The, oh, the movie. Uh, no, it was on. It's on. I have it. I was. It was on my list. I would of not watching. be admitting that on Juneteenth as a black man. Uh, first of all, <laughs> so many it, films. Ah, uh, it's a very good movie. I thought she is unbelievable, and the fact that she didn't win that Oscar this year was bizarre. Because there's certain. I was talking about this on on Turner Classic Movies that there are certain performances in in my lifetime and and even years ago but will you just go well this is an undeniable performance you cannot not give them that like when robert de niro was jake lamada in raging bull it's like you're not gonna not give it to him right. when brando was you know right yeah carly and the godfather you're not gonna not give it to him and he didn't even want it everyone knew he was gonna refuse it and they still gave it to him that's how great he was so there's yeah. certain performances that you just go you know, this is undeniable. And that performance, if you know Billie Holiday and you know what she sounded like and w- what she was, Andre Day was like, it was, she was robbed. The Academy you know, be tripping. Wow. And it's very interesting. You know, the, as diverse as they tried to make it this year, you know, there was a, a lot of people of color that, that won awards. and But when it came to the series, like the last They didn't get it right. Four... I mean, I like Frances McDormand, but I'm sorry. There was no comparison, mm. you know? And then it was Nomadland won over 
it was a weak year for movies also yeah, yeah. i will tough. say it was a tough but year. still i mean i mean I, hmm. I, judas and the messiah was i thought was much better yeah, than Judas Midland. I thought it was, was great. Um, oh my God. Ah, that was, that was The Lucas Brothers about to, never really about to get into some math. That movie just put them on the map. Yeah, oh, that was a, it was a yeah. great movie. And But I don't know. I, I don't understand how she didn't win. So, Andra? Now, our friend else. Tone is in that too. You should check that out. We definitely need to check Tom that out. Who does he play? He's a you? comic and he was in the movie. I, yeah, he was just in Just see her. Yeah. She's, it's this. Now, did I see that? Do you have a Tony? Did you win a Tony? For I was nominated, nominated for, Tony. for Tony. Okay, I was nominated. There was there used to be a category in the Tony Awards, <laughs> Best Elderly Homosexual. No, no, it was no, it was it was called it was called Best Theatrical Event. So any one man shows, any dance shows, okay. anything you know, any um, any weird shows that just wasn't a typical play yeah. or musical. It was called. Yeah, Liza Minnelli was the last one to win it. She won it um, for, her, for her thing. Yeah, wow. well, she, I wasn't in the, it was that cat. The year that I was nominated was 2005, and it was me, Billy Crystal, um, uh, Dame Edna, and Whoopi, and and Billy won. But Billy what Crystal. what a category to yeah. be in! It will never forget Amazing. it. Yeah, it was, City it was Slickers. Great. I grew up was one of my favorite childhood oh, yeah. movies. City yeah. Slickers. City Slickers. Yeah, Billy. Was Billy really was, good. and he they were. Very, he was very nice to me. He was, they were all very, it was a group. Was when you're the theater is interesting because you know, you have Billy Crystal coming up to you and start quoting your material. It's like, uh, how do they know this? And it, but mm-hmm. you know, you just did something that was, you know, yeah, popular and did well. It, it's so strange when celebrities will come up to you, and that was early on. I mean, I was 40, <laughs> four, <laughs> um, but you know, it's still for me that was early, yeah, yeah, but, you know, it, it's yeah, but anyway. Well, I don't want this to end, but I before we before we you know I want it to end. Oh no, Mario! We loved having you here. So much pressure. Can you tell us anything about Sex and no. the City? Nothing. Yeah. Do you want Do you want to find me in the Hudson River with cement <laughs> boots? No. I don't want to be nothing, involved in this. Nothing. No neither. teasers. No nothing. No. Oh, okay. Even if Phil said, "Come on, let's go for a run in my bedroom," I still wouldn't mind. <laughs> so forget. It. Well, we ain't gonna be getting no type of teasers of no kind today, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why don't you give our listeners your uh, your Instagram or if, or if anything you what would like to Instagram? plug? Or in- okay, and I have people imitating me. You know, I always have to like shut them down. I, you have to like report them. Yeah. Why are you reporting this? They're imitating someone. Who? Me! That's who they're imitating. <laughs> um, and sometimes they're like, if there's a picture of me, um, then they'll they shut it flat, down. But if yeah. there isn't, they'll be like, well, we can't shut it down because you know uh. we don't know if they're really doing you um look at this like an official fan page that's different but when they they're dming people saying it's me by the way don't do that to brad pitt it's pathetic that you do it with me what are you nuts <laughs> i mean really go do it with michael b jordan don't do it with me i mean it's, it's a little stu- not a little flattering no no i said sanity it's oh, and then someone it's had the same, yes. and now there's like whatsapp is attached to it and they got the phone number and Oy. not my phone number but they'll be texting yeah. people as me. It's really, let me tell you something. It's the end of the world. I'm glad I'm going out soon because I'll tell you, I'm at it. Um, but it's, it's yeah, the, but my Instagram is um, at Ma Cantone, M-A-C-A-N-T-O-N-E. Okay. That's my, and that's my Twitter too. Um, yeah. I'm sure and your Twitter is amazing. Like, no, no, I don't do, I don't 
If you look at my it. followers, I don't have that many followers. I don't do it every day. I yeah, don't but I could see you coming out with I bangers. I don't do it every week. Once in, I don't do it a lot. Okay. I don't do it. And, it. and even when Sex and the City was announced, it certainly came up some, but I didn't push it. Right. I do one thing and then I'm done. I mean, I don't care. I don't, and you know, these producers want to look at what you're following is and they don't want to use you because you don't have as much as so-and-so. Yeah. Don't, don't use me. I'll be home watching Turner Classic Movies. I don't need this shit. I can sleep. I can, the later I can sleep, the better I am. I love to sleep late. That's another reason why I love the theater because you can sleep in. You know, I pray for at least a 10 a.m. call or maybe a 3 p.m. call, even better, when you have to go shoot something. But getting up, I just did a movie in Rochester and I lucked up because it was maybe two days that I had to get up early. The rest of it was like, your call is at 2 p.m.? I'm like, this is the way it should be. <laughs> yeah, I love sleeping in. I oh do. my god, Mario, this has been so much fun. It's been a delight. Oh. I, do I have anything else I have to say? No, do I don't. You? I mean, no, you're I, welcome I to keep I, going. No, I don't know what the hell to say. I, I have, I'm actually pretty bored right now, so <laughs> I think I'm going to go home. Well, that's how we go in this right now. We're on a good note. Okay. Oh my god, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thank yeah. you, too. <laughs> Do you have crazy stories? We want to hear them. You can either let us know at IG, on our IG page. <laughs> you can hit us on our fucking... <laughs> See? So hit us up on our IG page, the Dating App Disasters, or... On Dating App Disasters Podcast at gmail.com. That's just some old nasty shit. Y'all know what y'all like to hear. <laughs> <laughs>